WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Daniel Villarreal. It's Tuesday, April 26, 2022. This afternoon and evening, the University of Illinois will host a series of exhibits and performances as an artistic tribute to Ukraine. This comes as Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which many predicted would be over very quickly, drags on into its third month. The tribute kicks off at noon with the opening of an exhibit of Ukrainian artifacts at the Spurlock Museum, followed by a two-hour exhibit about Ukrainian arts and culture in the Music and Performing Arts Library starting at 5 p.m. There will be performances of Ukrainian music and poetry in the Music Building South Lobby, a performance by the hip-hop collective in the Music Building Auditorium, and more. For a full list of events and times, visit the University of Illinois online calendar. The University of Illinois has contacted students with anti-phishing tools in response to a rise in malicious emails. Two main changes will be taking place in the next few days. First, the university will turn on a button that allows you to report spam emails from the toolbar, allowing for increased reporting of phishing emails. Second, they'll be placing a limit on the amount of email addresses that one account can send to in a 24-hour period. The amount of emails is far greater than normal email use, although there will be an exception policy in place for certain businesses. These changes will affect any student, faculty, or staff member using an Illinois Microsoft Outlook account. Additionally, two-factor authentication will soon be required for university emails. Students can register for Duo 2FA and download the mobile app now to prepare for the upcoming semesters. Four counties in Illinois, Champaign, DuPage, McLean, and Piatz, are currently experiencing medium risk levels for COVID-19, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Medium transmission risk level is the second highest level on the CDC's scale. At this risk level, individuals who are immunocompromised and elderly populations are encouraged to wear masks in indoor public spaces. The CDC is recommending areas that reach high-level risk to reinstate mask wearing in indoor public spaces for all individuals. As of last Friday, no areas were identified as experiencing high transmission risk. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed eight bills into law last Friday, including a bill that aims to improve the education of students with disabilities. House Bill 4365 allows a student-specialized educational team to determine if their school district cannot meet the student's needs. The bill will also provide financial support for the district if the student is transferred to a different special education facility. New legislation will also increase the number of hours a teacher can work without it affecting their pension in the hopes that it would alleviate the substitute teacher shortage created by the COVID-19 pandemic. Other new laws also establish procedures when a school district employee engages in sexual misconduct with a minor and also allows hearings to continue during public health emergencies for teachers and principals facing disciplinary actions. Another signed law also allows those who file charges for housing discrimination the right to a jury trial. Most of these bills take effect immediately or within the following year. The Champaign-Urbana Mass Transit District was honored last Friday for reducing its environmental footprint. It was one of 10 transit agencies honored by the Federal Transit Administration for the efforts in combating climate change. The MTD received the most innovative award. The federal agency said that the MTD generated hydrogen for its hydrogen fuel cell buses from its own solar panels. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Owen Henderson, Mac Dudley, 
Tori Gelman, Madison Holcomb, and myself. Our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley. Our science and technology editor is Husena Hassani. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda. And our political editor is Jane Knight. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford. And our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Daniel Villarreal. (laughs) 